Christ, you people suck. Wow. Wolverine on it. episode 684, January 24th, 2022. Now on the show this week, we got Drew. Hello. And we got the Wombat, too. Yep. And we might have some news to talk about. It was funny, I was writing up the news as I always do. I'm taking my notes, putting my bullet points in. I'm like, you know, I'm going to put a couple other things on here. But... I mean, not a lot happened this week. Not really. Kind of boring this week. Yeah. And then there's just like one bullet point. You're like, oh, we should probably talk about that. Yeah. But we'll get to that. First off, I want to kick it off talk about some, some video games that you've been, uh, been checking out. So I'll start with Drew. Okay. I actually have a few things to talk about. Say what now? I do. So, um, I beat a couple of games. Huh? Yeah. What's that mean? That means I completed them. <laughs> I, for, I forgot what that means. Yeah. Well, most games you don't beat anymore, right? No, I just keep playing them or I don't, like if there's an ending, I don't finish it. Yeah. But uh, there were two games I finished this week. I finished Unpacking. Oh, yeah. I like that game. I didn't mind that game. Yeah, it was okay. It was a it was a fun distraction. I'll put it that way. That game was not really. That game was not really a video game. No, it's it's more like a, a organization simulation. Yeah, yeah, and I didn't mind that. I did post on to my Twitter uh, the ending to that game. <gasps> Spoiler I alert! For... Yeah, I I forgot I named my character. Yeah. And so, <laughs> during the ending, it showed the the picture book, and it just said "meow" on it. <laughs> I mean, memories of meow. <laughs> so I could, I I forgot, and it's supposed to be like a touching scene. You kind of ruined the moment, then. I ruined the moment by meow. Way to go! Yep, uh, but I didn't mind that one. Uh, another game I kind of didn't mind, uh, and I beat. Actually, a couple of days ago was uh, the Gunk. Oh yeah, yeah that uh, that game's pretty good. It's all right. It's okay. It's it's not it's not going to blow anybody's socks off. No. At the same time, it is not offensive at all. Yeah. I never had I never had an issue with it. I never had I never got stuck on a puzzle. The combat's easy. It was just a simple little. Puzzle platformer. Yeah. 
And it, uh, it, what, probably maybe six hours, seven hours? Yeah, like that. it's definitely not a long game. It's only about eight chapters. Each chapter probably took you 30 to 40 minutes tops. It was okay. It was okay. I, I guess the best I could describe it wasn't bad at all. I never had any issues, no glitches, anything like that. So it was a decently made game. Yeah, it's, it's such a weird game when I was talking about it, like when I first played it. It's it's so hard to describe because it's just, it just is. Yeah. Like there's nothing, there's nothing. The, the really weird thing is that game was really pushed for a while there, right? Yeah. And it's, it, it all goes back to the, Oh, what, what's exclusive to the series and what's exclusive to the PS five. And here's all the games. It's just like, I think the people blew it up a little more than like the companies blew it up. Sure. So but, was, is the gunk just on series? Yeah. Okay. Like, which, you can't play it on Xbox One? I don't think so, which is weird, because I don't really see anything in there that's like... There is absolutely nothing in there that can keep it from playing on Xbox One. N- no, which is... I don't know. Yeah. This, eh, this whole, This whole, like, I- I've got to have a game that's only on this console is the dumbest fucking thing on the planet. Just... It really is. You know, God of War, Horizon, Gran Turismo, they're all coming to PS4. Who cares if the gunk isn't coming to the Xbox One? It's so stupid. Yeah, but I did play through it. Uh, like I said, it probably took me about maybe seven hours. Um, it was okay. It was okay. It, it it passed the time. I played it uh, during the hour I had before I had to go to work in the mornings. Yeah. So, yeah, decent little time there. Um, I finally got all my reviews done. <laughs> that That took uh, three months. It's always hard getting like, back after the holidays. Yeah, you know. <laughs> the thing is, I started playing those games before the holidays. Uh, but yeah, uh, Death's Door uh, is really good, which we talked about on the Game of the Year show. Also, I got to give it to them. They, they kind of fixed uh, Grim Dawn on Xbox. The text is fine now. Uh, you can put it at a... 120 frames per second. Ooh, fancy. I think you can do 120. It may just be 60. I'm not sure. I was like, your TV don't does, doesn't do 120. No, 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 mine doesn't. But I know you can bump it up to 60. I think they unlocked the frame rate. I'm not sure, though. That would be an interesting a, thing if I, if I had like a little frame counter to see how fast it's going. But I don't because I'm not Digital Foundry. Yeah, I was about to say, who are you, Digital Foundry? No, I'm not. But uh, yeah, um, Grim Dawn's a fantastic uh, action RPG uh, in the same vein as Diablo. If you are into those kind of games, you probably should play that game because it's really good. <sighs> and then I'm playing another game for a review uh, called Windjammers 2. The sequel to Windjammers. A game that I've never played before. I mean, it's the same game. Well, I don't, I don't want to be dismissive. It's the same same concept. Okay. It's air hockey. Essentially with like superpowers. Yeah. Um, I've come to the conclusion that I suck at Windjammers. Oh, I sucked at the first one and I suck even harder at the second one. Yeah, I'm not very good at this game. Um, it's okay, though. It definitely gives off that old school like SNK arcade vibe. Uh... But yeah, no, it's, it's 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 okay. 
Some Check people really review. get yeah. Some people really get into wind jammers, but I just I think I just suck at it too much, and I don't have like somebody I regularly play it with to to get into it like some people do. Wind jammers feels like it feels like a cross between a sports game and a fighting game. Yes. Um, and the only other game I can compare it to, and I'll be honest with you, and this might be blasphemy to some people. Um, is Lethal League, and Lethal League is a better game than Windjammers. Oh snap! So, they coming I'm for sorry. you. They can come for me all they want to. I'm sorry. Lethal League is fantastic. Um, but yeah, it feels like Lethal League. Uh, Say that but, five times fast. Lethal League. Lethal League. Lethal League. <laughs> I I love Lethal League. Lethal League is fantastic. It's so good. Um, but yeah, playing Windjammers. Uh, I, I'm trying to find another small game, like the Gunk, or like uh, shit. I already lost my, my my mind. What did what did I play before the Gunk that I beat? I don't remember. Why are you asking me? No, I'm talking. We just talked about it. I can't think of what it is. Oh shit. You're talking about yeah. on the show, you I mentioned... Said, I said, Yeah, I said I beat two games. <laughs> Unpacking? Unpacking, yeah. There you go. I was like, I, don't I, ask me. I'm like, I'm 40 plus, son. My memory's gone. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, I need I need a smaller game kind of like that to uh, pass the time. Well, I'm, I'm sure there's something on Game Pass, because isn't there always something on Game Pass? Yeah, well, the thing is, is like they they always have that that little section called like bite sized games, and when you click on it, Final Fantasy X's in there for some fucking reason. <laughs> yeah, that's like, uh, that's a very short game. Yeah, little bite sized game, you know. Wait, nobody's got sixty hours. Come on, dude, I don't have six hours. Yeah, but uh, yeah. I'm just uh, I'm gonna look for another one of those little, little simple games I can jump into. Um, I I did finish Inscription. Uh, we'll talk about that on uh, next week's Phoenix Down. We did not we weren't able to record this past week. Uh, there was a few things. I am dealing with some medical issues, aka sciatica. And if anybody out there is listening to this and can help me out. Because I can't sleep at night anymore. <laughs> the pain is unbearable. But, uh, yeah. Good I had stiff a few drink. Yeah, just get drunk before you go to bed. Yeah, and pretty much just do, um, you know, a quart of whiskey. Be good to go. Yeah. Yeah, uh, did finish Inscription. Uh, we'll talk about that on uh, next week's uh, Phoenix Down. Um, that game is, woo, that game is crazy. Um, yeah, and we're moving on to, uh, Yakuza, Yakuza 4. Oh, wow. Uh, and, and the, the rumor is, according to Wario, is that, uh, Yakuza 3, 4, and 5 will be leaving Game Pass January 31st. Yeah, I think means, I saw that. Which means, do, do, so that's a rumor, it has not been confirmed, but the question now is, today is what, the 23rd? Mm-hmm. Do I really, should I start Yakuza 4 on Xbox 
I mean, you could just no. buy the package. It's not that. It's only like 30 bucks, isn't it? So I own it. But okay. I own it on PS4. Oh, so you're saying should you start it on Xbox and... I mean, and if you I'm get it screwed. on PS, PS4, I just play it there. Just start on PS4. Yeah, because you don't want to... You don't want to bump up against it. If you already own it on PS4, just start it there. I mean, it's not yeah. like they carry over saves or anything, right? Uh, There are some items you can get if you have a save file from the previous game. But is it really substantial? Is it is it more no. like that armor that you use for like two hours of a video game and then you never touch it again? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty yeah, much. so who cares? Yeah. Yeah, I may just start it on PS4. Because I have the collection, the HD collection. Yeah, I have it on. I bought it on Xbox, so yeah, I I figured they wouldn't stay on Game Pass forever. So I didn't think they would either. I was hoping to get to at least Yakuza Six and like a Dragon before they left Game Pass. Because I don't know if I actually own. Well, like a Dragon should stay longer because it didn't come until later. Yeah, I would say like a Dragon will stay till the end of the year, but we'll see. You know, unless Microsoft buys Sega or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if they can afford it, man. Really? Yeah. You don't think they can afford Sega? No. Yeah. They can't, they can't buy up Sonic, man. Come on. Please. They got plenty Stupid. of chili dogs in reserve. They're fine. Oh, you nerd. <laughs> With your chili dogs. <laughs> What? Sonic likes chili dogs. If you gave him, you know, I don't know, 70 billion chili dogs, he'd probably be okay with that. That's yeah, true. That's true. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much it for me. Uh, I don't think there's anything else. Alright. No. We'll move on to the Wombat. Alright. So, I really haven't played anything. Cool. Um, yeah. Uh, my son... Uh, is on a Rogue Legacy kick right now. So we've been taking turns playing Rogue Legacy. Hmm. Uh, and uh, the first one, not the second one. And uh, he also convinced me to play Who's Your Daddy on Xbox. I saw that game, and I I was what the fuck? That game is not for me, but he and his friends all love it. They think it's hilarious. What the fuck is it? I, I saw it. You so some players are the baby, okay. and some players are the daddy. <laughs> and the players that are the baby, it's their job to try to die, <laughs> and it's the daddy's job to try to keep them from dying. Okay. So if you're the baby, you can crawl around and you can like eat batteries. <laughs> Uh, or you can like swing from the ceiling fan or uh, spill gasoline and drag a candle over to it and catch everything on fire or turn the stove on and climb inside it. This is the darkest video um, game of all time. Yeah. So like if you're the baby and you drink a bottle of bleach, uh, your, your poison level goes up. And so then the dad has to start feeding you like oranges and bananas and stuff to get your poison level to go down. So that's how that works. Okay, that's good. To yeah. Know. Or um <laughs> like the one time I fed him milk because he had eaten I don't know rat poison or something and he started just shitting all over the place, <laughs> like flying around the room with shit coming out of him. And so <laughs> I couldn't catch him because I kept slipping and falling on the shit. <laughs> um what is this game rated? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Babies it's are not dying. Too, like, it's not too, like, 
it's not like gory or anything. Sure. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> but yeah, you're, uh, there's a swimming pool, obviously, that you can fall in. Uh, there's lawnmowers and stuff. Oh my god. This game ride. isn't even technically out, it's in game preview. It is in great game preview, that's correct. And it's rated, uh, teen, Drew. For, yeah, that sounds right. It's five dollars. Yes. So, is it a physics-based kind of game? No. No. It's, no. It's like, uh, it's terrible. This <laughs> is what it is. <laughs> like, there's no, I don't know, I can't even describe it. You're best off just, like, watching video of it. It's, um, like, you pick up stuff, and then you do stuff with what you picked up. So if the baby's on fire, you have to grab the fire extinguisher and put the baby out. Or if um, that there's a um, there's a pacifier you can give the baby that keeps him from eating anything for a certain amount of time. Um, so if somebody's trying to crawl around and eat batteries or rats or whatever else they find on the ground, uh, they can't. What the fuck? Yeah, it's real weird. It's very very weird. But so, my son and his friends think it's the most hilarious game that's ever been made. So is it like a versus game? Like the yes. kids the kids win if they die and the dad wins if he keeps them alive? Correct. That's exactly how it works. Yep. So you can you play by yourself or do you have to play with other people? You can play by yourself. I'm looking at screenshots of this and I'm just My God. Yeah, it's a real weird game. Real, real, real weird. Um, <laughs> I didn't expect to spend that much time talking about who's your dad. Well, I mean, it just it sounds insane. It is insane. Yep. Uh, it was apparently a um, it was apparently a PC game. Um, that is now uh, obviously on Xbox. So. I mean, I'm looking at the screenshots on the Xbox website, and the baby is on the stove, and it's red, and it's being cooked, and the, the yep. dad is blowing it out with a fire extinguisher. Yep, that sounds right. Oh, there's the, there he is in the washing machine. Yeah, you can climb in the washer and dryer. There he is riding the dog across the dinner table. Yep. You what? can also ride the lawnmower. What the fuck? Yeah, man. It's a real weird game. Okay. It's real weird. It's made by Evil Tortilla Games Incorporated. Yeah, well, I can <laughs> see that. <laughs> okay. All right. Sure. Uh, but yeah, that's really it. I uh, played a little bit more Hitman, but not much. So that's it. Man, I'm just... I don't even know where to go from there. That's... Whew. That is something. Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> yeah, it's not great. Say the least. Um... Alright. Uh, well, I, I saw... <clears throat> Excuse me, I didn't play anything like substantial this week, but I did play a lot of uh, little things. Uh, the Xbox Store had the back compat sale. So I went and I picked up a bunch of games like they they had uh, like Sonic Unleashed for five dollars. So I bought that. I, I've never 
I've never finished the adventures of the Werehog, so Ugh. I thought I maybe I'll go back and play that. Werehog. Um, I picked up Mini Ninjas, which was like three dollars. I forgot how cool that game was. Um, the Max Payne games were on sale, so I picked those up. Just, just really picking up some stuff that I had only on disc, so that I don't have to put the disc in if I ever want to go back and play it. It's, it's really the extent of why I would pick up games I already have on disc, because who, who the fuck wants to deal with discs, right? I know I don't. Um, checked out some indie games. There's some weird stuff. I pl- I I played my first Hatsune Miku game, but it's it's a puzzle game. It's not like the 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 regular Miku games or whatever they are. I don't even know what they are. They like like rhythm games or something. I don't know. Um, but I played the Logic Paint S, which is like a uh, a grid based numbers puzzle game. Yeah, I don't. It's not for me. Uh, I played a game called Downslope, which is essentially just a just just a guy on a snowboard, and you reminds me of Ski Free, of all things. It's literally wow, Ski Free. It, yeah, it's literally just a, no. There's no Yeti that I've seen yet. Um, you basically just ski down a hill. It takes like I don't know ten seconds to finish a level. You dodge obstacles, dodge rocks. That's that's really about it okay I, I did that for like 10 levels i was like you know what i'm fucking bored already it's like I'm ski done. free yep. uh oh, here you go. dismantle is, a, is another one of those survival games it's the isometric perspective you walk around it's called dismantle because you break things and then you use those things to, to craft things okay so, so mantle and dismantle yep and then you you kind of have to upgrade your weapon or your your items in order to be able to, so like at the beginning there's a chair, wood chair, you can dismantle that. But the big table, you need to upgrade your your crowbar so you can dismantle that. Uh, Gravity Chase. This was um, the latest in the, oh, we're finally going to get a game to um, help us with the void left by F-Zero and Wipeout. And it's... It's one of those. It's it's one. It's more of like a like the tube games where like you're in a tube and you can like do like 360 degree around the tube around the track. Um, there are power ups you can hit. There's three different types of racing: standard arcade racing. You got battle racing, and I forget what the third one was. Um, soundtrack is very 80s, like like nightclub 80s dance music. Um, funny enough, it feels kind of like a mobile game. Like, you know how when you play a mobile game on a console, you can tell it was a mobile game? Just kind of like how it's structured and like how you progress through things, how you collect coins or whatever to, uh, down a linear upgrade path kind of thing. It, it, it feels a little bit like that, but it plays good. It looks good, runs well. Um... And it's not going to fill the void of, of a wipeout or, or an F zero anytime soon because let's be fair, there's been four hundred and seventy seven games trying to fill that void since they stopped making those games and and ain't one of them been able to to do such things. Um Jack and Hat is a side scrolling game where 
guess you're Jack and you're throwing a hat, killing enemies, and if you need some achievements, you can get like all kinds of achievements in that game in like two minutes. Um, and a couple a couple bigger games I played. I did check out that Nobody Saves the World, which is the latest from Drinkbox Games. It's a action RPG where you're playing this. Uh, well, he's a nobody, little little um, kind of generic character, and he finds this wand, um, and he then starts being able to change himself into other animals, um, which are considered classes. And those animals can then, you know, have special abilities to play throughout the world. What's cool about this game is that there's just so much variety to, like, the classes. So, for example, the first one you get is a rat. And then the rat has its own upgrade tree. But then you can also mix classes. So, like, eventually you could make the rat, like, shoot arrows. And it's just... It's quirky. It's funny. It plays well. Um... If you're, you know, if you're into kind of the, the goofy, um, goofy concepts in, in a, in a really well-playing game, I definitely recommend checking it out. It is on Game Pass, so you can just check it out. Um, but I think I'm going to go back and play some more of that. I thought that was a pretty cool game. Uh, and then I played through a couple levels of Rainbow Six Extraction. Oh, right. Yeah, that came out. Yeah, I I played uh, ten minutes of that game. It's fine. Yeah, seems like it's okay. It's uh, it, it feels more like a Left for Dead ish kind of game. Well, that's what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be like a here's a level, go in with your buddies. You know, here's a cool thing. Um, so you know how there's like a roster of characters in the game. Yeah. So if you get killed in a mission. That character is no longer playable until you go rescue them. Yes. Uh, and it also keeps, like, their their XP that they gained. And if you don't, like, get them on the first try, I guess you, you like, lose a little bit of that XP. So I thought that was a neat little, like, a wrinkle. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's very much, like you said, like a Left 4 Dead, except it's aliens. Yeah. But I think there's three different types. So there's like one where you go in and you get samples. There's one where you go in and, and like rescue a person. And then I think there's another one where you go in and get like some technology or something. And like those are the three types of um, modes that you can run into in each level. Yeah. It does have the operator stuff. Like each character has different abilities and buffs and like you can upgrade that stuff and buy new equipment. It, I mean, it's it's... It's the kind of game that we probably would have played the shit out of back in the 360 days. Yeah, 10 years ago, that would have been like my jam. Yeah, like I would have played a ton of this like 10 years ago, but now it's like there's like 600 of these kind of games and and nobody has the time to hop online and play and and it's perfectly competent. Like the shooting feels good, graphically it looks pretty good. Um I do like the abilities of the characters. Like it's a fun game. I just, I just don't see myself playing a bunch of it. So, yeah. I think, I think that's all I played. Yeah. 
I'm just checking here. I keep trying to I keep trying to play more Record of Lodos War and Shadow Man. And I just I don't know, I just never I'm so tired now. Like when I get off work. They're like if I don't play something mindless, like if I don't play my normal Overwatch or Madden, and I try to get into a game, it's so hard to like really just sit down and focus on it. I end up just, you know, brain melting off into watching some TV or... Like I think I watched all of Archive 81 in like two days. <laughs> yeah. What'd you think of that, by the way? I liked it. It's um, crazy, right? There's some wild shit in that show that I was just like, "Oh, well, that's what we're—that's the thing we're doing." Okay. Yeah. I still think the creepiest scene in that show is the is the scene in the community room. I still think that's the creepiest fucking scene in that show. All the people like huffing in unison. That, was, <laughs> that statue was creeping me out. I was like, "What yeah. the fuck is that?" Yeah, it's weird. It's a weird ass show. I need to watch Peacemaker, but I've heard that is very, very raunchy. So, I gotta My find wife time. hated that character in the movie, and she's like, I don't want to watch that show. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. I mean, he, he's supposed to be the person you hate. Yeah, he's he's the one you're supposed to hate. But yeah, that's uh, that's that's kind of where I get to now. Is like I just I'm so tired, and, and truthfully, I think I'm waiting for like the next big game, which I think is Horizon, right? That's yep. the next big single player kind of game. Yep. So I'm excited to get into like Halo was the last thing I really got into single player wise, and now that I finished that, I mean I could go back and do some of that cleanup around the map, but I just, I don't know that I care enough to now that I've finished it. Sometimes you just, uh, you finished up the game that you wanted to do. Yeah. It happens. And I certainly, I'm missing three achievements in the gunk and I'm like, I don't care. Oh, I can't tell you the last time I didn't care about achievements. Like it's just, I just don't No, Thank you. Yeah. No. I did. Uh, I did install Dan Ganrampa, but I'll probably never play it. I'm be real you fair. Might, I'm gonna go ahead and just tell you. Go ahead and delete that. Yeah, I figured I probably would. As much as that breaks my damn heart to say that, <laughs> I know that you're not going to play that. So why, I mean, why waste your time? That, exactly. Like I, I understand. Like a game can be the best thing since sliced bread, but if it ain't your jam, it ain't your jam. Yeah, yeah, it, 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 and that's definitely not your jam. I no. can tell you that. I have never liked a visual novel. I've tried. It's so, I, it's so fucking good, though. I just gotta say it at least. You know, the only one that I ever really wanted to give like a college try to was Doki Doki Literature Club because I heard it just gets fucking weird, like but really you, weird. You want to see really weird? Play freaking Hotful Boyfriend. Well, I already know the twist to that. That game is insane. Well, there is that too. I mean, any anything with a pigeon in it's probably pretty fucked up. I'm gonna be real honest with you. Yeah. All right. Uh, before we get to the best to the meat of the show, let's talk about what's coming out this week. Uh, Xbox Series X, PlayStation Five. We got Cannibal Cuisine. I thought that said Cannibal Cruise, but no, it's Cannibal Cuisine. All right. 
Uh, Train Sim World 2, Rush Hour Deluxe Edition. Uh, Cake Invaders. Elasto Mania Remastered. Swan Chernobyl Unexplored. Summertime Madness. Uh, Kogan Sword of Rewind. Gunvolt Chronicles Luminous Avenger IX2. Uh, Hotel Life, a resort simulator. Taiko no Tatsujin, the drum master. Uh, an active neurons puzzle game. PS5, pretty much the same stuff. We're getting also Blackwind, Tannenberg, uh, Verdun, and Human Fall Flat Anniversary Edition. And finally on Friday, Uncharted Legacy of Thieves Collection. That's four and Lost Legacy. Legacy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So basically, the two games that came out on PS4. Gotcha. Uh, Xbox One and PlayStation Four. A lot of the same games. Also, City Skylines, Airports, Reverie Nights, Tactics, Gav Gav Odyssey, uh, Calturin, whatever that is. Um, move over to PlayStation 4, all the same stuff, same stuff, oh, yep, nothing different on PS4. Nintendo Switch. Hammer Kid. Magic Code. Angelo and the Demon, one hell of a quest. Uh, Chicken Range, Bundle 2. Death's Gambit Afterlife, Definitive Edition. The Artful Escape, uh, The Longest Road on Earth, World Quiz, Froggy Crossing, Pop Slinger, uh, Concordia, the Digital Edition, Crazy Athletics, Summer Sports and Games, Crush Crush, Gomoku, Let's Go, Hidden Paws, Magi Trials, Pandemic Shooter, there, there's, there you go, uh, Unforeseen Incidents, Vagante, Balderdash, Ultimate Collection, Peace, Death 2, Return 2, Runaway, uh, Record of Lodos War, Deedlit and Wonder Labyrinth, making its way to the Switch, Super Onion Boy 2, and finally... Pokemon Legends Arceus. That's this today, week. right? Huh? Isn't that today? No, it's uh, the 28th, so Friday. Oh. I yep. did not realize that was that soon. Yeah, that is on Friday. It's funny because, like, I don't really see a whole lot of people giving a shit. Like, so, I, I... there's not two versions of this, there's only one. So it's not like a normal Pokemon release. Sure. What like what what is this? Is this like a true Pokemon? Is this like a spin-off Pokemon? Is it like a side story Pokemon? What what is this? From what I understand, this is a Pokemon game that combines a whole bunch of stuff together. So it still has the battles of Pokemon, but you're running around an open world. Mm. I don't I don't know. I haven't looked into this game. 
I, I don't see a lot of people interested in this game. I mean, I'm definitely interested in it, but my my son's interested in it, but I I don't know what it is. I, yeah, I mean, from what I understand, it's a open world Pokemon game. The, like the only articles I've seen about this game are this game looks like shit, like visually. Yeah. Like, visually, I think that game looks like garbage. Yes, this is, this is such a weird thing that there's a Pokemon game coming out on Friday, and like I don't see a lot more kind of hype around it. I think because people just don't know what the hell it is. Like, they're still trying to figure that out. All right. That's weird, man. Uh, but, yeah, that's the first big Nintendo release of 2022, so... There you go. It's out on Friday. All right. I will, I'll check out the reviews, and uh, if they sound like, hey, you might want to check this out, then maybe I'll pick it up. I'll be very interested to see kind of the reception of the game... I'd assume the reviews go live this week, unless it's unless they know it's bad. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, I will. I'll kick off these bullet points that aren't the big bullet point. Um, there wasn't a ton, although I did just get breaking. Drew, I know you oh. care. Um, but breaking Overwatch, you. Overwatch Year of the Tiger starts on January twenty fifth. Oh boy! So, there's your there, your Lunar New Year event starting uh, tomorrow. Well, Tuesday. Uh, Nagoshi, uh, the original uh, head of the Ryugo Gotaku Studios that made the Yakuza games, he left for NetEase. He now has his own studio under NetEase. It's called Nagoshi Studios. Okay. What 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 have they said? What he will be working on? No, they're making new games. Won't be Yakuza, obviously, because that's Sega. Alright, bigger news. Microids has announced that there are three new Garfield games coming over the next few years. Hell yeah. Do they own the rights to Garfield? That was what the press release was about. They have now got the rights to the Garfield games, so they're going to make some Garfield games. Okay. I know those are exciting. Garfield Kart, you know, one one of the hottest kart racers on the market. What is with that? What do you like, mean? What, what, like, why did Garfield get, like, meme status popular? Because, John. I, I honestly don't know. I don't know. Like, I, I just see Garfield pop up occasionally, and everybody's like, yay, Garfield. And I'm just like, it's almost it's a joke, I get it, but I'm just like, what? Where did this joke originate? Why, why, why is everybody going nuts over Garfield as a kind of meme? Dude, I don't know how memes are born. People grasp on to weird shit, and then, and then they just they ride or die with it, man. They just, I guess, they just push it in until. I mean, you just don't give a shit anymore. I mean, that's kind of what a meme is. Sure. So. I don't know. So three new Garfield games. Uh, I, the last Garfield game I played was Garfield Kart. It's not great. It's fine. It's better than Race with Ryan. I'll tell you that. But then again, it's not hard to be better than Race with Ryan. Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga finally has a release date. Uh, it's due out April 5th. 
And that wasn't the only news that came out of that game this week. Apparently there's also been some very nasty crunch going on at TT Games. So. Which is, it, it, is it just me or is it bananas to think about that this game has taken, what now, years to come out and these guys used to pump out like three a year. Like it just, it feels weird to have waited this long on a Lego game. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Uh, Dying Light 2. Techland has said that there will be free upgrades for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One for the series and PS5 versions. Although crossplay has not, will not be part of it. They will not be doing crossplay. Uh, they've also delayed the Switch version. Uh, I don't know the exact timing, but it will not be out in February. The tech game is out in like two weeks. So. And it was kind of funny. Like I saw a lot of people on Twitter like, I'm playing Dying Light for review. Like I saw all those tweets. And then Saturday I got an email giving me an update on the review. And I replied back to the guy. I was like, you know you didn't send me a code, right? Like, like you're giving me an update and asking me if I'm enjoying my playthrough and you didn't fucking send me a code, right? <laughs> Reviews coming along just great, man. Like, I, I actually did reply to him. I'm like, you know I ain't got a code. I was like, did I miss an email or something? And, and to his credit, he did reply. He's like, look, we're trying to get codes to everybody. He's like, I apologize. That email was automatically sent. I was like, well... That's cool. I'll let you know how the review is going when I actually get the game. So, I just thought that was funny. Whew. All right. I, I don't have any other news, so are you, are you ready for this? Nah, 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 nah. Activision Blizzard was purchased by the Microsoft. Crazy. I was, I was telling Drew before the show, I was like, I thought this was a joke. Yeah, I did too. Like, I saw it pop up on my Twitter feed, I was like, nah! There's no way Xbox bought Activision Blizzard. No way. Right? Well. Way. They did. Way. So I guess there's a lot of pieces to this, and... Regardless of you know what people on the internet think they know, we're not going to know the details of of like the exclusivity and what they plan to do and what games are going to be here and there until this deal closes, which is probably going to be, I think they said anywhere between was it June of this year and I think June of next year. I think that's, yeah. But everybody was speculating about four to five months at least. Yeah. So I would assume by the time the next Call of Duty rolls around, we'll know kind of what their plans are. And obviously, they will, just like Bethesda, they will have to honor anything that's already in place. So I I personally would expect Call of Duty to still be on PlayStation even next year. Um, Just because I expect... um, there already to be a deal for next year's Call of Duty on PlayStation. I, I just think that already exists. 
Um, now, I do know that a lot of people were looking at that Phil Spencer tweet. Um, you know, how he came out and said, you know, we we have the desire um, to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation. But let's be fair. Uh, if you listen to the Major Nelson podcast, he actually says that they can't say anything until the deal is closed, like specifically. So if you reread that tweet, there's there's a lot of careful wording in that tweet of of not to be specific. So I think that. I'm still going to throw it out there. I think that I think they're still going to be like offering. Hey, we will gladly put Call of Duty on uh, PlayStation if you guys allow Game Pass on PlayStation. So, do you think? So here, I saw a lot of people talking about that, and and you're right. That makes sense to Microsoft, right? That's like just let's, money in the bank for them. Yeah, but what about the rumors of like Sony doing their own thing? I mean, like Sony making their own version of Game Pass kind of thing? Yeah, like that's been out there for a while, right? Yeah, they brought it up a couple times, yeah. So, like, do they even bother? You know what I mean? Do they even bother making their own or bother taking Game Pass? Yeah, like, do they even bother, like, put... I've seen so many conversations of, like, do we want to share... Do we want to share, like, Spider-Man for Call of Duty? And I'm just like, what? That is not how this works. No, we're not doing that. (laughs) Like, nobody's going to do that. No. Um, I honestly think that once this deal closes, we're, we're, like, we had this conversation already. Yeah. Like, the Bethesda shit went on for months. And then finally, when the deal closed, what did Microsoft say? It's fucking ours. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's what's going to happen here. I think Call of Duty will be in Game Pass. If the deal closes this year, Call of Duty will be in Game Pass this year. Which will yeah. already be huge, but it'll still be on PlayStation. But eventually, Call of Duty will only be on Xbox. That's sure what it seems like. That's just business. Like, why? We we joked uh, about especially, it. I mean, they spent $70 billion on this. So yeah. yeah, that was the comment we had last time. It's like you don't spend seven billion to put Bethesda games on X on PlayStation. You don't spend seventy billion to put Call of Duty on PlayStation. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, mean unless just... you just completely think there's no way you're making your money back unless you can sell it on multiple platforms. But, but I don't think they care. That, I doubt that's gonna be the case. If you're if you are the spot for Call of Duty on your subscription service, let, let let's use uh, Game of Thrones as an example. You think HBO is going to make Game of Thrones and then put it on Amazon Prime? No, exactly. So Microsoft owns Call of Duty. Do you think they're going to put it on PlayStation if they don't have to? Are they going to want you no. to come over and subscribe to Game? No, if, like Drew said, if Game Pass is on PlayStation, absolutely Call of Duty's on PlayStation. But if Game Pass ain't on PlayStation, no fucking way. When 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 those contracts are up, Call of Duty is an Xbox game. <laughs> 
Yep, I agree. So, and I know a lot of people out there were saying, "Well, they'll never not make Call of Duty, you know, multi-platform because they're losing out on all this kind of money from sales of of it on PlayStation." What they're gaining back is PlayStation owners buying a Series S. Yeah, because they to will play Call of Duty. Hundred percent, they will. They they will they will swap over. Um, they'll spend that three hundred dollars just so they can play their COD or you know whatever else. I mean, let's be fair. I, I Blizzard takes so damn long to get video games out, and Overwatch Two and Diablo Four have already been announced for PlayStation. So whatever the fucking next Blizzard game is, whatever. Like. Those won't be Xbox exclusive until Blizzard announces a new game. Which, in light of all of this happening, Blizzard said they are now announcing new stuff this week. So, go figure that out. Um, yeah, so the Call of Duty stuff, I agree. I think, I think for now, at least, I think 2023 will be the last Call of Duty game on PlayStation. That, that's my gut feeling. I think that deal is already done. I think that that game is already confirmed for PlayStation in 2023 because I think that was the exclusivity contract. If, if you remember PlayStation as exclusivity with Call of Duty. But I think that ends next year. And then I think 2024 Call of Duty will be Xbox only. Um... One of the uh, the more exciting things that came out of this, though, uh, was that... Remember how all the studios that used to make games at Activision were rolled up into Call of Duty support studios? Yep. Well, Phil Spencer has already said that he is going to unleash those studios to make what they want to make once the deal is done. So, you know, Toys for Bob, High Noon Studios, Treyarch, like... All of those studios are going to be able to go out and make... Because they, they've already said they want to resurrect a bunch of Activision IP, you know? Like, th- think about what Xbox owns now IP-wise. So you got Call of Duty, which is the big one. You've got Spyro, you've got Crash, you've got Skylanders, you've got Guitar Hero. Um, just so many IP out there that you can make games for now. And then, of course, once the deal closes, like, they will probably literally put almost every Activision Blizzard game on Game Pass. Day and day. And the past ones, think about this, Drew, there there has never been an Activision Blizzard game on Game Pass. There's not one. No. And now there will be all of them. If you don't think that that's going to boost games like Overwatch... In World of Warcraft, you're crazy. Yeah, yeah. Do we, well, do we think World of, World of Warcraft is going to be included in PC Game Pass? Like oh, I a absolutely. For World of Warcraft, I don't know if it'll be a subscription. I know the the that's kind of the rumor is like maybe once the deal closes, they'll they'll add it as a perk. Like here's three months of World of Warcraft or something. Right. Or maybe you get all of the expansions. You know what I mean? Because those cost money. So right. You know, you can just get all the expansions for World of Warcraft in PC Game Pass. Now, for something like Overwatch, once Overwatch goes into Game Pass, that's going to bolster its its player base substantially. Yeah. So, same thing with Diablo. Like, Diablo is going to get a bump. 
just, I mean, it's, it's kind of bananas to think about, like, I don't know. All I know is Phil Spencer mentioned the word he- uh, hexen in, in his conversation about things he wanted to bring back, and I am all for reviving, you know, heretic and hexen. Like, those are, those are some great games. You know, you let go. let Toys for Bob make a banjo kazooie. I don't know. There's there's so much crazy shit that could happen from this deal, and the fact that now like like Xbox has all these IP, it's just it's crazy to me. And we, we can't we can't have a conversation about Activision Blizzard without having the conversation about like how shitty that company has been lately, which is probably what kind of you know led to this sale. If you think about it, like they're they're in a situation where they're they're not doing too hot. Um, a lot of legal activity coming towards them, and the word is is that once this deal closes, you know everybody reports to Phil Spencer. But I'm hearing that Bobby Kotick is going to be gone once this once this is done. I'm pretty confident that that's the case. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that's usually the way it works. This- they, he'll stay on until the thing closes, and then he'll be done. Yeah, he'll still get his golden parachute, which sucks. But at least he'll be gone, and hopefully Microsoft can 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 really change the culture in that company because it's 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 disgusting right now. Um, and from what I've heard from different people who have talked to people from you know inside Activision and Blizzard, it's like they're very cautiously optimistic that things are going to get better now which I think is the most important thing like free up these studios to make what they want you know better working environments you know just just better all around yeah so. yeah we'll see um, we'll see how 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 it all goes I'm I'm equal parts uh, like I, it obviously as someone who owns an Xbox and as someone who has Game Pass, it's awesome that I'm going to get all these games added to my Game Pass. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, man, it's hard. Uh, I'm not like there's a difference between like buying a studio and buying someone the size of Activision. Sure, like, I'm I'm generally not a fan of consolidation in the industry. Um. And I'm definitely not a fan of less people being able to play games than they could the day before um, without having to buy another console. But at the same time, it's like, and if you own an Xbox, you're going to be feasting. And and to be fair, these things, by the time this deal is inked and these games make it in, you should be able to play it if you have a phone. And I know that's not an ideal way to play it, but these games will be available in more places. Yes, they won't be available on PlayStation at some point. Right. But they are still coming to other places. Which sucks if you're a PlayStation guy. It does. And and I'm not for, uh, you know, the the console. That is the other thing is like, I saw a lot of people come out and they're like, what does Sony buy to to respond? I'm like, that, that's not how this works. Like, yeah. And there's nobody the size of Activision that they could buy anyway. No. And you know, Obviously, Sony's probably looking at, you know, acquiring more studios and and things like that. And again, on both sides of this this stupid fucking fanboy bullshit, like, 
I don't know. I, I don't even want to get into it because, you know, like right now everybody's like, oh, Microsoft, ooh, Monopoly, blah, blah, blah. Microsoft is the third highest revenue video game company. Okay? You can't have a Monopoly when you're third. That's not how that works. Yeah, but there's uh, – so I, I agree. And I so, again, I think this is a smart move for Microsoft. But at the same time, it's like, man, I, I just – I don't know. I'm not a fan of consolidation. No, and my, my fear is that all of these things are going to end up owned by one of the three, and um, I don't know. I just don't know how that. I understand completely how that helps Microsoft or any of the publishers that buy these. I don't know that I really understand how it helps people like us that just play the games, except for you know the fact that you've got more games on Game Pass now. I, I mean, I think that's the biggest. That's the only thing I really should care about is that. I get to play more games for free. If you're somebody like us that has all three. Sure. Absolutely. Sure. You know, but... but most I, don't. No, most don't. And I understand that. And and I don't like taking... There's one thing I will say, though. I like this better than just paying companies to keep games off of other consoles. Yeah, there's a difference. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Because if you're just paying people to keep it off, you're not really. It's not the same. In this case, you're at least contributing to the development. Yeah, like I'm funding games, presumably. I don't. I don't like the whole. I'll give you, you know, sixty million dollars so you don't put this game on Xbox or you don't put this game on PlayStation. Like I hate. Yeah, that I'm shit. not a fan of that either. That's that that right there is just petty. Like, you know that you can't, you don't have games or something. Like, when Microsoft did it with Tomb Raider, I thought it was petty. I thought it was shitty. You know, yeah. Sony's done it with Final Fantasy. I think it's shitty. Um, I just, I don't, I don't like the whole, like, well, you know, we don't own this, but, uh, you know, you can't have it. Like, that, that yeah. shit drives me crazy. But... I hope that this means that, like I said, these workers get, you know, what they deserve, the compensation, the, the appreciation, they get to make what they want to make, and I hope that's what this purchase does. That's what I really want. And as a as a gamer myself, I want all of these games in Game Pass so I don't have to pay for them, because that's kind of the fucking point of why I want Game Pass, you know? Sure. And yes, if, if, if Microsoft revitalizes... You know, Guitar Hero, Skylanders, and Heretic. I will be a happy, happy little boy. I would like to play those games again. I hope it's good. Stop making articles about what you think is going to happen when this deal closes, because the only people that know knows what's going to happen when the deal closes are Microsoft and Activision Blizzard. Well, again, the same thing that's going to happen. The same thing is going to happen when this deal closes that happened when the Bethesda one closed. Yeah, like. There's really no point in, in the speculation. There's not, but you know we're going to fucking see it for the next however long this goes on. Yeah, for sure. I'm so tired of hearing about it. And, and if Sony does come out and purchase... that That's the other thing that I find funny is like the narrative would not even be a question, I don't think, if, if Sony bought, let's say, Squaresoft, Square Enix. Do you think there would be any question of whether or not Final Fantasy would be... It's already fucking exclusive to PlayStation. <laughs> Yeah, right. Like, there's there would be no question. I don't know. It's crazy shit, man. Makes you wonder what you're gonna wake up to tomorrow. 
that they purchased or Sony purchased or I don't fucking know. Maybe Nintendo will come out and buy something. Who knows? Nintendo got a bankroll. Nintendo got a bankroll. I mean, they do. They got a lot of money. Nintendo's worth less than Activision, I think. Net worth, yes, I think so. I, I think Activision was way up there, like... The only acquisition that was bigger recently was uh, when Disney bought Fox, I think. Yeah, and I think I actually heard that this one may even have been bigger than that. No, the Disney Fox one was like $75 billion. Oh, okay. This one was real damn close. <laughs> yeah. I think the next biggest one is Ubisoft, maybe, I think I saw. It was like $18 billion. I mean, that's not even close, video game company-wise. So, I don't know, man. I do not know. Unprecedented. It really is. You know, I thought Bethesda was a big deal, but... Let's just say the internet had a lot of hot takes when this happened. And they will continue. Oh, yeah. Every day. Every day. All right, I'm going to pop up the email. Looks like I got, holy shit, I got three. Let's go. Get this closed down. All right, this first one is pretty simple. It's from uh, Yorkara. It just says, rip Sony. R.I.P. Sony. Oh, wow. Unless they buy Nintendo. They ain't buying Nintendo. <laughs> no, nobody's buying Nintendo. Microsoft already tried to buy Nintendo. Nintendo was like, nope. Uh, and he says, finally, new WWE game, and damn, those screenshots look amazing. I'll be buying that ridiculously priced NWO edition because I love Scott Hall. Yeah, we didn't talk about that, did we? What happened uh, exactly? Not much to talk about, I don't think. Wasn't there, like, didn't they announce, like, the cover has, like, Rey Mysterio on it or something? Has an NWO edition? Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, the game's gonna suck. So. <laughs> <laughs> I've given up <coughs> that game to not suck, so. I mean, that's fair. I, I understand where you're coming from, considering how disappointing those games have been for a while. Yeah. But... Uh, you know, I hope it doesn't suck. Even though I don't play them, I want well, every. What? That's the funny thing is, is like a lot of people think you want games to suck, but like I want every game to be awesome. I mean, why would you not? Oh, all right. Oh, next email comes from Sajad. I hope I said that right. Uh, He says, I recently played Avengers, Halo Infinite, and Guardians of the Galaxy, and noticed that all three I preferred to play in performance mode to get the highest frame rate. However, I would switch to quality slash resolution mode during cutscenes to see the the game in its 4K beauty. Guardians especially looked great in quality mode, but was sluggish during gameplay. Is there a reason why developers can't have the option to switch between performance to quality mode automatically during non-interactive moments of the game? It gets annoying constantly switching back and forth. Oh, that's a that's a good question. I think 
that there's probably the ability to do it automatically, but then you get you get the frame bros, as I like to call them, who would throw a fit if the cutscenes were not in the same frame rate as the, the gameplay itself. I guess you could just make it an option to turn on or off preference-wise, right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why nobody's ever done that. That that seems like a... Like, I'd be okay watching cutscenes in 30 frames. The, the 60 frames a second I only need when I'm, like, actually playing. Like, I, that's because I'm getting the feel for it. But, I mean, we watched, we all watch movies at 24 frames a second, so I think that's fine. You know, I'm not going to throw a fit about it. I don't know, it's a good question. Uh, his second question is, I was surprised during your end of the year show, nobody mentioned Far Cry 6. I'm not Didn't saying... <laughs> What's that? Didn't play it. He says, I'm not saying as a nominee or top 10, but there wasn't even a mention of it. What does that say about the future of Ubisoft franchises apart from Assassin's Creed? I recently repl- I recently played the horrendous Rainbow Six Extraction and turned it off after five minutes. Yeah, my son said it was terrible, and he and his friends love Siege, and he said it's... I asked him if he liked it, and he said we played it for about ten minutes and thought it was terrible, so we stopped. Damn, Drew, I guess we just suck. I mean, I only played for 15. I mean, I only played it for like a half hour. Yeah. I don't think, but I don't think it sucks. Like that's. I don't think it was. I don't think it sucked. But I mean, it, it was just kind of standard. He says it was one of the most awful games of 2022 so far, in my opinion. What's up with Ubisoft? I don't think anything's up with Ubisoft. I think you know. We, we're they, finally we're finally tired of the same shit. I don't. I yeah. Don't... I mean, I, I would love to play Far Cry Six. I just don't have the time. I mean, you kind of did, Drew. You played Far Cry Four and Far Cry Five, and I mean, sure, but I mean, I, I still like that formula. Yeah, it's that. <laughs> it's a hundred percent that. And it's not like I didn't have a good time with Far Cry Six. I spent, you know, well, I had to review it, so I think I spent like. 20, 30 hours in it. But I, the, never at any point in time when I was playing that was I like, God, I'm so miserable. I think this sucks. I just... Yeah, they, they did not like it at all because they thought that um, the... Uh, they didn't like the fact the way that your characters can like die, I guess, or get captured or something. Oh, you're talking about and Rainbow. Uh, people... Yeah, sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. I went back to Rainbow. I mean, I can see that. Like, like if you if they die, then you have to go rescue them or whatever. Like, that could get annoying. Like, I can I can see that. I just, well, I don't think it sucks. It just, I don't know. Ubisoft has been copy pasting for how long now? It's not like this is a shocker. Oh, oh no, that that is weird. I I I am shocked that we didn't even talk about Far Cry Six in the game of the year. Not not like. Just like not like, it's not bad. It's not good. It's just, it's just kind of there. Yes. Uh, his last question says: Any fans of G Four out there? Did you guys watch it growing up? They recently relaunched, but are struggling to make a dent with audiences. It makes you wonder if a gaming channel is really necessary at this point when you have YouTube. Yeah, I mean, I'm aware of G Four being back, mostly honestly because of. Um... Xavier Woods, uh, who led a very successful 
campaign to get himself on that channel. I don't even know who that uh, is. Uh, he's a professional wrestler. Okay. I mean, I, I used to watch, like, back in the day, it was what we had. Like, like there wasn't a ton of YouTube content. No. To Of, like, video game reviews. Like, it wasn't as big as it is now. Right. So, sure, I'd watch G4. I used to, like, watch the show that ran all the trailers. I thought that was pretty cool, you know? And then I'd watch X-Play and, you know, stuff like that. When they started... They started getting more into the, the, like, meme culture and all that with Attack of the Show and all that. I kind of lost interest in it. And when they changed know, the screensavers into Attack of the Show? Yeah, like, that just wasn't what I was there to enjoy. And now you're right. You you hop on YouTube and you can literally find somebody talking about exactly what you want to know. So I don't need a video game channel. If they just want to make content, that's cool. But you've got to have people who are knowledgeable and interesting to talk about it. And I feel like they have a few, but I also feel like they have a few people that I'm just like, I don't really care what you think. You know, like you're not really, you really don't have kind of the same interest that I do. So, and I think that's hard. I, I do. I mean, the problem with is that when G4 first started or back when tech TV first started, it mm. was that, you didn't have that kind yeah. of thing around. Basically, the only thing G4 did was when they started back up, they made a gaming YouTube channel, which everybody and their brother has now. Yeah, right. I mean, even we have one and we don't use it. Yeah, and I'm just like, you know, it's <laughs> it, 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 G4 had its time, and it was a decent time. And, you know, reviving it, you're not bringing anything new to the table here. No. I, and in fact, there are better things at the table now. Yeah. I mean, the, the thing is, and here's the crazy thing. I know, I know of one person. They, from what I understand, they just, they, they brought in a bunch of YouTubers to take over G4. I'm like, okay, well, you're just, you're just removing people from their own channel and putting them on a G4 channel now. Yeah. And a lot of those people I didn't watch. So I like, did like the, I did watch the completionist. I liked him. No, he's he's one of the few that I actually do enjoy, but like the rest of them, I, no offense to Ryan, but I, you know, Xavier Woods, I don't watch his channel. I didn't know who that was until Ryan told me. He runs up, up, down, down as well, but he's a professional wrestler. He's one of the, uh, the New Day is the name of his group that he's in. Uh, he's super popular wrestler and has a very popular gaming YouTube channel. He's also, he's also in that, like cliche, like that's a cliche now. Like, oh look, a famous person likes video games that somehow makes them cool. Like Henry Cable is another one, and this is like professional wrestling is pretty much overrun with Twitch channels now. Like every one of those guys has their own Twitch channel. Yeah, and it's probably spawned from you know like what he started with, like oh I like video games, I'm gonna stream about them, and he got popular because they're like oh you that you know you like that thing that I also like, and you're famous. Like that that started. Yep that started like a trend and then like everybody's like, well, I'm going to get on that too. And I'm just like, eh, it's fine. The, the video game with wrestling, I believe started with Botchamania. If we're not, if we're not going to lie. No, what is that? Botchamania. Yeah. Botchamania is great. I don't yeah. even know what you're talking about. So it's all the screw ups of wrestling, uh, comprised into a compilation of videos. 
and it's all played with video game music in the background. Okay. <laughs> it's actually, it's been around since like 2008. I mean, the dude's been around forever. And like, even the wrestlers know like what Botchamania is now. I I feel like G4 is irrelevant in a time where we have access to so, like, G4 to me is just like another indie game trying to tug on nostalgia. Yeah. Like, unless you're standing out and doing something special, I don't, I don't care. Like, I literally have no allegiances or alliances in a lot of things. If I need information, I will look for it, and I will find it, and I don't give a fuck who put it up. Like, it's just... I feel like they're trying to capitalize on the personalities, I should say. I mean, yeah. but the only... thing is, is like, but the, did they bring back anybody? They have two. They have Kevin Pereira and Adam Sessler. Everybody else is yeah, new. Adam that's it. That's it. That's it. That's the only two. I mean, sure. I mean, Adam Sessler's Adam Sessler and Kevin Pereira kind of lost his cool after 2009. I, I like Adam Sessler as a person, but I also feel like he is now. I don't want to say, like, the bully became the bully. Like, I've seen him respond to people on Twitter and and just, like, call them, like, pieces of shit. And I'm just like, you know, it's okay to just ignore. Like, I don't know. I just see a lot of dogpiling from, from a certain group of game people who now feel like they're the they're the top shit. And I don't, I don't like that. I don't like when you get so big that you just dogpile other people. And that's, that's just me. Like I, I don't believe in treating anybody like shit. If they, if they are nasty to me, I just ignore them. I don't, I don't feel the need to respond to that. I don't know. Especially if I know that if I respond to something, a thousand other people are going to respond to it. Nah. Yeah. Nah. I'm good. Anyway, um next email comes from Neo Shakespeare. He says, Howdy crew been thinking about adaptive difficulty lately. And I'm not sure if it is something that exists or not. In theory, it could be an option to turn on and off where the game adapts to your playstyle and adjust certain mechanics as needed to keep gameplay challenging. Maybe it could adjust timing for dodging, pairing, attack, defense. I would think it would scale in both directions, either making certain mechanics easier or more difficult for the player. From an accessibility standpoint, I see three different options that can be selected. Full adaptability, which gives the game the ability to auto-tweak gameplay without notifying you. Selective adaptability, where the game can offer you a tweak, suggestions as you play. And off, which requires you to select a difficulty level uh, or uses the developer's default settings. Personally, I get turned off when games are way too easy or too difficult and can't find a good balance with the available difficulty settings. And sometimes like this could be a game, something like this could be a game changer for me. I know that some games have toyed with this idea like Shadow of the Tomb Raider, but not you still have to manually make these adjustments in the options menu. Are there any games that you can think of that make auto adjustments like this? Is this a good idea or am I missing something like trophy exploding that could bring prevent this from being feasible. Mm, Left 4 Dead did that. Left 4 Dead would choose when to send things at you uh, based on how you're playing. The AI director. 
Yeah, a uh, director. Uh, Left 4 Dead 1 and 2 did that. Um, the Anacrusis is also doing that because, uh, oh, the guy that worked on Left 4 Dead is working on the Anacrusis. Yeah. I mean, adaptive difficulty's been in a lot of games, but see, what you're describing would take so much effort on the back end, and you start to wonder, like, when is the when is the effort worth the reward of the people who will appreciate it? Yeah, especially if you do it and the player doesn't realize it. Yeah, and, and on top of that, then, you know, like, I don't think a lot of people notice things like that. I think a lot of people want to complain one way or the other. And and I think there's just an immense amount of work in in th- something like a dot. Like I was thinking like when he said like a dot, a timing window, like think how much like logic and work would have to go into, well, you missed this four times. So now I'm going to dial down the window of how hard it is to dodge this. Yeah, you're changing game mechanics. Yeah, like fly. that is a lot of work for a very little return, unfortunately. And I'm all for it. I think it's cool. And Ryan, correct me if I'm wrong. I think MLB the Show has something called adaptive difficulty as well, to where like as you play, the game adjusts how hard it is. And I know yes. Madden does too. Madden sucks, by the way. It doesn't work very well. But yeah, I I think it's a cool feature. I, I think I would like to see it in more games, but it would take just an just an obscene amount of work, which is um, probably why we don't see it. A, a a game that nobody really talks about anymore. Um, uh, Silent Hill: Shattered Memories did that. Oh, really? Is that that's yeah. the Wii game? That's the Wii one. Okay. The Wii game. Uh, that game tailored multiple things based on how you played. So if you if you used your flashlight too much or if you stared at something too long or and they also did it like in between the game, like they tailored the, kind of like a little bit of the story and what they threw at you based on like um like uh, you remember like uh, uh during um uh, until dawn whenever you're at the uh the the sessions with the uh, Peter Stormare mm-hmm. and you choose different things yeah. and different things show up. Yeah, uh, uh shattered memories did that. Huh, I did not mm-hmm. know that. Shattered Memories did a lot of really cool stuff that nobody, because it was on the Wii, nobody cared. Well, not only that, but like you said, most people ain't going to notice it. Yeah, but yeah, I remember Shattered Memories did that. Um, it's it's hard to find games that kind of do that. Um, most most games, if you die you know, a certain amount of times, they just pop up saying, hey, would you like to turn this down to yeah. easy for a little while? You know? That's because it's a lot of work to put in specific difficulty adjustment, so they just make the enemies do less damage. Just, yeah, you know. And for the most part, I'm okay with it, but I do understand getting frustrated when something's too easy or too hard. Like it's so hard to find a balance for you. Yeah. Because everybody has different skills. Like, what was the game? Like Metroid. Like Jay was like, I didn't have a problem finding anything in this game, whereas both Anthony and I. Where, like, there were parts of that game where I was like, what the fuck do I do? And Wombat, even, like, you said you hadn't got lost yet. Like, it's just different for different people. Yeah. So, like, it's almost impossible to find a good balance of a game that just works the way it's supposed to. It's just, I don't know. 
video games are hard. That is like the that is like the George Lucas. It was the Force response. Like that's just your blanket response. All right. Um, that's all the emails I have. Uh, I do have some tweets. First one is from Das Wonderbra Kid. He just says, "R.I.P. Sony." Why does everybody think Sony's dead if they don't have? Call that is Eokara. Oh, okay. Well, That's Sony's not person. dead. I mean, I guess I should probably guess from the name, huh? No. Uh, Sony's got plenty of games. I think Sony's going to be okay. Yeah, I think they'll be okay. Yeah. yeah. They might have a few games that sell a couple copies. I don't know. I think they'd be fine. Uh, Craig says... So Activision and Xbox, who saw that coming? Hi guys. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, the answer is no one. Absolutely no one. <laughs> like Well, even well what's funny what I find funny about this is you know all those insiders who are talking about uh acquisitions online? They're full of shit. In case you hadn't noticed, none of them predicted this one. So what makes you think they know about the other ones? Like, I can't get over the, I'm using my finger quotes, insiders on Twitter. Like, why why do you lie about knowing things that you very clearly have no fucking clue about. And it's proven on a regular basis, right? Yeah. Like, how many times have you heard, you know, Xbox was buying Sega? I mean, that's been an insider note for, what, two and a half, three years now? And since then, Microsoft has bought Bethesda and Activision Blizzard. Neither one of those were were rumored or leaked. So, just saying, you know, maybe you don't know. Uh, Shogun Beats says, "Sup guys, slow news week, huh? Well, here are my two cents. Keep Call of Duty on PlayStation for seventy bucks and free in Game Pass. Let the market choose where they would like to game." I love that Tencent didn't buy Activision, but let's be honest, Microsoft is the best outcome for this uh, company. Fanboys on both sides equals clowns. That is correct. Yes. Fanboy equals clown. Doesn't matter what side they're on. Uh, The Monopoly talk is a little senseless, but I understand the fear. Based on Microsoft's actions so far, people should not fear these moves. People fear what they don't understand. Like $68 billion dollars. And it's too early to say, relax and play games. Now I would love to see a UE5 reboot of True Crime. Wow. <laughs> Bring him that one back. There you go. God, remember when that game was going to be the biggest thing ever? It was supposed to be the GTA killer. Yeah, I remember like at E3, everybody's like, True Crime, Streets of LA, baby. That's going to be the GTA killer. I did like True Crime. It was a good game. I thought... I thought they were pretty good. Yeah. Um, where would you have the next one, though? Uh, did they make a sequel? Or they was did. It only Streets, one? Streets of New York. That's right. 
Well, then you got to go Streets of Hong Kong, right? Streets of Hong Kong? I yeah. like Streets of Hong Kong. They should just do a random city, you know? How about, Streets of Cleveland. How about a, like a, a random generator? So one day you just boot up and it's like, True Crime, Streets of Hoboken. There you go. Just fuck it. Just a random generator. Uh, last Baton thing. Rouge. <laughs> Fighting some fucking alligators, baby. That's right. Uh, last thing, Microsoft will now need all three days for E3. Uh, I feel like it's time that both companies give us a roadmap of content. I guess that's impossible to do with COVID. All games are getting delayed, so a back catalog is key. But I definitely expect Sony to lean on backwards compatibility, but Game Pass is on fire. Yes. Well, I don't know if you've heard, but E3 is dead. B-E-D. There will not be any press conferences from E3. But yes, Microsoft would basically just be all three of them now, right? I mean, but I mean, they're still planning on like having a little private thing or not private thing, but like a personal, like inside Xbox thing or something, right? Well, I'm sure that people will be doing streams throughout the year, but now there's not going to be like a specific time on it. There's not even, with the ESA not doing anything this year, I would assume that they'll just do it whenever. There won't be a, uh, what is it, late May, early June time frame for things. People keep saying E3, 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 and I'm like, I don't know if you realize this, but E3 is dead. Everybody keeps talking about Sony and Microsoft. My question is, is what's next for Nintendo? Uh, from what I have heard, and, and again, who the fuck knows, they are going to try to stretch the Switch up to through 2024. I don't, I mean, sure, but... I mean, they can, sales-wise, but boy, that hardware. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I think yeah. their next their next system is just going to be an upgrade of the functionality. It's going to work the same way, I bet. I hope so because I don't want to start over again after the, no- like... the novelty of the Switch hasn't worn off the way the novelty of the Wii and the Wii U did. Yeah, I think people still like the form function and the the way the Switch operates. They just don't like the performance. So I have a question for you, and this was a good question I heard on another show. Do you think, and and I, I'm assuming you do. Or you don't. Do you think Nintendo ever does two separate SKUs again, like a handheld and a console? Absolutely not. No. Yeah. Why? Why would they? Yeah, I no, mean, I because... Well, I, I mean, I guess it's double the money because you got two systems selling, but then you're splitting, you know, like splitting your software your base. Yeah, you're splitting yeah. your market. But it's, yeah, I think you're right, Ryan. I think Nintendo has found, like, what works the best for them. And if they could just make a Switch that ran extremely well, my only concern with that with Nintendo is is Nintendo doesn't like to cut off like the old system. So like if they just make a more powerful Switch, when do you cut off putting some of these newer games on the older model Switch? Well, they did it with the 3DS and the new 3DS. Yeah, but there were two games, Drew. Well, I'm just saying they did it eventually. But they, they, but they didn't do it eventually. They did two games, and then they stopped doing it. Yeah, well, you know what? You can't play your 3DS games on the Switch, can you? <laughs> of course you can't. The cartridges don't fit. Don't tell me my business, devil woman. 
shit. I mean, I, I honestly, I don't know. I mean, are they going to release like a Switch 2? Is that what we're thinking with, with all of it being backwards compatible? I mean, that's the hope. That's what I want. I just wonder, like, when you make, for lack of a better word, Breath of the Wild 3, and it can't run on the original Switch, like, how does that work? I know, that's just price of doing business. I agree. But Nintendo's got to get to the point where they're comfortable cutting off the old one. I mean, the Switch is, what, five years old at this point? I mean, dude, we... I don't know if you saw, like, the Kingdom Hearts games are coming to the Switch and they're all streaming and it's like $90, but you don't ever, you don't actually have anything. You're just streaming it from the cloud. Until they decide uh, you don't have access to stream it anymore? Yeah. But, I mean, that's... Uh, to be fair, that's Game Pass, too. You can't download games if they decide that you can't download it anymore, but... True, but you still have the option to download... Yeah, you can't download Kingdom Hearts. You have to play it from the cloud. Yeah, but the thing is, the difference between Game Pass is that you still have the option to, I want to purchase this game when it's leaving Game Pass at a discount, so I have it forever. Yeah. You can't do that with Kingdom Hearts. Or Hitman. Or Dying Light. Those are all download, or all streaming games. Control on the Switch is a streaming game. How successful are those streaming games? For I have I no clue. I, I don't know. I, I, I really don't know. All I know is I don't hear people saying, boy, I, I finally finished Control on the Switch. What a wild ride that was. Yeah, like I hear a lot of people saying that about P- PlayStation, Xbox, and PC, but I don't hear a lot of people talking about it on Switch. So... Uh, your Cara. Oh, sorry, what'd you say? I just said I don't know. That's 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 a weird one. Like, yeah. could you see Nintendo doing that whole all streaming? No. Thing? No. No. I just, I don't I don't think they have the infrastructure for it. I just don't. I could see Xbox Game Pass on the Nintendo Switch. I will see Xbox Game Pass on the on the Nintendo console before I see it on Microsoft or, or Sony's. Oh, hundred percent. I mean, why do you think? Why do you think we have Banjo Kazooie on Nintendo Switch Online? We've got the rumored GoldenEye coming to Xbox. Nintendo and Microsoft—they cool, man. They cool. So I wouldn't worry too much about that. Yeah. Uh, your car is back in. And once current agreements are done, everything will end up being exclusive. I can't believe I live in a world where Crash Bandicoot is owned by Microsoft. Yeah. How the turntables have turned. <laughs> uh, he also says, is this true? Microsoft tried to buy Nintendo years ago. Nintendo execs laughed for an hour. Yes, that is true. Yes. Uh, anyhow, no matter how good and bad this deal is, at the end of the day, we still got the wonderful world of Pornhub. Boobies are great. Life's too short. Make the most of every day. Enjoy games and boobies. Yeah, you you got things going on, man. You'd be all right. He's got he's got the he's got the mindset. Sure. 
Uh, is Dean 007 says, I want to address those who are concerned with the idea of a Microsoft monopoly on exclusivity. I'd like to remind them that one gaming, that what the, what? sorry, I'd like to remind them that one gaming's greatest era was Sega versus Nintendo one. Sony has kept many amazing games under lock and key and no one complained. Yeah, I, again, I'll mention the the same thing I said earlier. I, I, there's a difference to me between buying a studio and buying a the group of the size of Activision Blizzard. Like, also, also, it used to be that the majority of games on Sega and Nintendo were mostly first party stuff. You can't play you can't play Sonic on Nintendo. You can't play Mario on Sega. You know, that kind of thing. But you can play Mario on the CDI. Yeah, well, we're not going to talk about those times. <laughs> those were the dark times. <sighs> but, but I mean, like, now, I mean, you know, you're looking at... Well, does does Sony... Sony officially bought Insomniac, correct? Yeah, they bought them for $290 million earlier. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so... But previously, before that, before they bought them, you couldn't play Spider-Man, which was a third-party game on anything else. Technically, did, yes. Technically, yeah, I mean, yes. You didn't, but, but see, you didn't but see that kind of stuff back in the 90s. Because, well, but it's it's different there because there's, Sony has some ownership rights over Spider-Man as well, and I'm not quite sure how that transferred in that whole mess. Yeah. Like, so, I'm not sure whether their ownership rights over Spider-Man on film uh, gave them rights on Spider-Man for video games as well or not. But That'd be my guess. I'm, I'd imagine Sony made some deals with Marvel saying, you know, only we can have this game. Yeah. Because isn't that also one of the few games that's not on PC? Uh, correct. Yeah, like a lot of Sony's first party stuff has made it to PC, but Spider-Man never did. I don't think it ever will. Be my guess, which is crazy because Sony would make a shitload of money if they put it, put it on PC. Well, that's what everybody's saying. But Microsoft can make a shitload of money if they put Call of Duty on uh, PlayStation. True. I mean, yeah. they they would make a shit ton of money if they put Call of Duty on PlayStation. It generally, my preference would be that everybody be able to play anything, <laughs> no matter what your console is. But true, that's not realistic. That's so. never gonna happen. Uh, Chad says, bless you, Ken, for seductively whispering bad fighting game titles into the microphone last episode. However, I will gladly die on that hill with you for an Eternal Champions reboot. Would love to see some sort of fighting game with historical figures. Man, Eternal Champions. Have y'all played Eternal Champions recently? Yes. Have you tried to play it recently? Yes. It's not good. Shh. It's not. So Ken didn't say no. It's not. He just went. Shh. I I have tried to play Eternal Champions within the last I don't know probably three months, and that game is not good. Yeah. Like the nostalgia may make you think it's good, but the shit ain't good. You can you can play as the president against a chicken named Crispy. I mean, do I need to say anything else? No, you do not. 
Also, nobody needs to say anything else about that game ever. Also, let me have mine because the Shinmu people have theirs, and that's a bad video game. I agree with that too. Okay, I mean, even I Shinmu got an anime. Detest. I detest Shinmu. Dude, they're making a Shinmu anime. And Eternal Champions got two games and was supposed to get a Saturn game. Who owns it? Eternal Champions? Yeah. Mm. So this is funny. Sega, I think, owns the license. Um, but I don't know if you've ever seen Johnny Turbo on Twitter. He... Like, his studio, I think, was the one that worked on the game when it was Deepwater. The licensing to that game might be in weird places. Yeah. So I don't I don't know. Holy shit, Gran Turismo 7's download size is 89.445 gigabytes. Jesus. That's a, that's a lot of gigabytes! What's the worst fighting game you've ever played? Evil Zone. Evil Zone? Evil Zone. Okay. Or Rise of the Robots 2. Okay. I could go on for a while. Cos- Cosmic Carnage. Way of the Warrior. Which is by Naughty Dog, by the way. Uh-huh. Um, Cosmic Carnage was a 32X game. The Genesis port of Time Killers is pretty bad. Evil Zone always jumps up to me. That game is very bad. Yeah. Um, I know there's more. And no, I'm not going to say it. What? I'm not going to say Eternal Champions, Ryan. Stop, stop. <laughs> stop trying to conjure it over there because Eternal Champions is great. I have it on my Polymega. I play it at least once a month. Okay? Wow. You play that game yes. once a month. Yes. Fuck, Ken. That game, that game is not good. Shh. It's my response. Shh. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't played that many of like these random, like, fighting games. I, I think the worst fighting game I've ever played was actually the original Street Fighter. That game is bad. Yeah, it's really that bad. Game's bad. Um, man, what's another really, really bad fighting game? I mean, there's plenty. Uh, I mean, we talked about a lot of them last week. Uh, the Star Wars game sucks. The Masters of the Terrace Kasai, that game is... Yeah. War Gods. I like War Gods, but yeah, it's a bad yeah, I know game. It's a bad oh, here's game. A game that, here's a game that Ken loves that's not a great game. Tao Fang, Fist of the Lotus. <laughs> I do love Tao Fang, Fist of the Lotus. Also, the Cocto Chojin. Cocto Chojin, God. Yeah, that's a bad game. Yeah. Yeah. So many bad. Uh, like, so, I mean, the worst, and I can't even name all of them, but the period of time in the early 90s, mid-90s, after Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat, where everybody and their brother decided they were going to make some variation game. of the 2D fighter. Mm-hmm. Man, there were some really Really bad games. How are uh, we? How are we having tattoo assassins? Tattoo assassins is is not. Hold on. How have we not said Shaq Fu? Oh yeah, Shaq Fu. That's yeah. That's but, a bad. I game. mean, Rise I mean, of the Robots. Yeah. 
Kasumi Ninja? I don't know Kasumi Ninja. Kasumi Ninja was an Atari Jaguar fighting game. <laughs> uh, I've played it. Ken, I know you have too. It's a garbage game. Thrill Kill. Thrill Kill is a bad video game, yes. The the one band video game <laughs> that I've played. That's um Dragon Ball Z Ultimate Battle twenty two. Remember that? The Battle twenty two. It was a PlayStation fighting game. PlayStation one? Yes. Mm. Street Fighter the movie? Yeah, Street Fighter the movie. I, I played that. That was rough. Anyway. Yeah, there's, there's some bad ones out there, man. Yeah. There was that Jackie Chan fighting game that had Jackie Chan like four different times in it. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Uh, Anthony sent in his... Mace the Dark Age. Remember Mace the Dark Age? That was a bad game. Uh, Anthony sent in his thoughts on the Activision purchase. I'm still waiting on all the exclusives Microsoft has already promised from previous purchases. Yeah. I guess I guess the first one we're going to get is what, Starfield? Yeah, at the end of this year. Yeah. I still don't actually know what that game is. I don't either. Alrighty. And it goes something like this.